My name is Roberto Herrera, and I want to start off by saying hello and welcome. This is the pilot to my first episode for my podcast. A little bit about myself. I go by Robbie or Bobby. It doesn't really matter what you call me. I don't really mind. I moved out to Turlock, California about five years ago to pursue a degree in criminal justice with a concentration in forensic science. I also have a minor in journalism. Specifically with forensic science, I want to be like a CSI, homicide detective, forensic anthropologist, anything that has to do with like the hands-on work about learning like specific who, what, when, where, why for a crime. I've just always been very interested in that stuff. With my minor in journalism, it opened my eyes a little bit more of what I can do. I never considered radio being a thing that I would do. It was random. Just because I always thought like, oh, let me just do newspaper. Let me just do writing for the newspaper, you know, like writing based off of like crimes and stuff like that. You know, it goes hand in hand with my concentration. But then I was introduced to this class that I'm currently enrolled in, which is Radio Laboratory, which I actually get to um, run my own radio shows on. I used to do Mondays. Now I do Thursdays at six. I do hip hop for KCSS 91.9 Turlock, shout out. So this would be my second semester with the Radio Laboratory group. Back in November, me and a group of my buddies from LA started a podcast. It didn't fall through as planned just because it was a group podcast. We didn't have many uh, hours to work with. Scheduling was off. Topics were difficult to come up with. We were pretty solid on everything and then it just fell through. So I wanted to take this time to make my own podcast and make something new out of it. I want to use this podcast as a platform for encouragement, advice from my experiences, from work life, personal life, school life. It's all the same when it comes down to like your mental health and stuff like that. It all affects you at the end of the day. There's a quote that always stuck with me in high school. I never really analyzed it until I moved out here by myself and started like experiencing what being independent was. Um, shout out to Mr. Zade for having that quote under his clock in his classroom. Um, it went along the lines of life isn't going to be easy, but it's going to be worth it in the end. Something along the lines of that. It wasn't exact like that, but it was something like that. And honestly, that quote is very true. Once I started analyzing that quote, it revealed a lot of things to me. You're right. Life is hard. I'm not going to lie to you. It's not the easiest thing to live by. Some people have it easy. Some people don't. Um, from my experience, I never really had it easy. I was from a low income family, coming to college, trying to pay off the college, getting into student debt and stuff like that, learning how to be independent and all that good stuff. It wasn't easy, but let me tell you, I've been through some stuff and I was able to get through everything. When I first came out to Turlock, I had no clue what I was doing. I had no friends coming into this, uh, just brand new slate, no job, no friends, no no family out here too. My family's uh, the closest family member to me, hour away. That's my aunt. Um, don't really get to see her as often as much as I want to. But it was brand new to me just because I didn't know who I can run to. I didn't know who I can talk to. Yeah, I can talk to my family on my on like the phone and stuff like that. But it wasn't the same. Freshman year of college, I was very shy. I felt like I wasn't gonna be able to make friends. Um, that wasn't the case. I made friends pretty fast. I was really close to my roommates, really close to my neighbors. Shout out to all you guys if you guys are listening. Um, but it also brings me to the topic of who your friends are and like how they come to be.
friends are people that are able to watch for your back, help you out with anything you need, pretty much hear you, listen to you out, give you opinions, thoughts, comments, concerns, all that good stuff. But like throughout the years, friends come and go. I still have friends that are back at home. I rarely talk to them, but when we get back into a conversation, it's like nothing ever happened. I also have those friends that were like, oh, we're going to be friends for life. And next thing you know, we don't even talk no more. Don't even have them on social media anymore or just like we just broke off, you know. But then that's when the real test comes in. That's when you find out who your real friends are and who aren't your real friends. Now, I'm not here to promote like just because you broke off with your friend doesn't mean you guys ended on bad terms and stuff like that. You have to be thankful of the people that come into your life and you take those experiences and you learn from them. It's crazy how the different people you meet, you find different traits, different qualities that eventually you catch on and you keep with yourself or you just keep in mind all the time. To me, it's just crazy how like one simple person can mean so much to you. And I'm not talking in like a relationship type of way, but definitely a friendship type way. You don't see it always that one friend becomes super close to you and you want the best for them. They want the best for you. Back in high school, friendships definitely flew out the window left and right. But once you grow up, then you start hanging out with a certain group of people and you discover that, hey, it's all right to have a smaller group of friends and a bigger group of friends. I feel like I had a bunch of little groups that I hanged out with back in high school. I had a bunch of groups that I hanged out with like freshman year of college, but eventually it like it died down to like one to two people. Like I said before, just because I don't talk to these people no more doesn't mean that we weren't good friends and stuff like that. I'm still going to cherish what we had before. So it makes you think, like, what is the definition of a friend, honestly? Now, it makes you question, like, what is a friend or how do you make friends, you know? To me, a friend is somebody that's going to look out for you, somebody that has your back, somebody that's going to make you happy when you're sad, somebody to wipe your tears, you know, different stuff like that. Um, that's what I feel like a friend is like. I know everybody has a different definition of a friend, but like, you know, what's crazy is how you make your friends. I've made different friends just by talking to them, by doing stupid stuff. Like back in high school, one of my best buddies, we literally started talking just because I had a drawstring backpack with a Batman cape on it that I used to run around with. And he likes Superman. I like Batman. What do you know? That's how we became friends. Another way I became really close friends with certain people, like my homies from back at home. Uh, I knew them back in middle school. They were in high school at the time. They were friends with my sister. I never thought I'd be really close to them, but eventually we started playing like PlayStation games together, specifically Call of Duty 2019 Modern Warfare. Those were the good old days. But I got really close to them eventually, and it's crazy because they're the ones that I made my podcast with. Those are my long distance homies right there. Um, I really appreciate them. They've helped me out through a lot. Um, But it's just crazy how you just become friends with people. I know for a lot of us adults, we tend to have a bunch of work friends. At my workplace, I'm a shift lead. And the majority of my team are high schoolers. And let me tell you, these high schoolers are so funny. They're probably like one of my closest friends ever. Now, not all of them are high schoolers. Let me tell you, there's some that are, like, very close friends to me that are about around my age. Shout out to Angie. That's that's my homie right there. 
But it really made me think about who my real friends are, just based off my coworkers. A good chunk of my coworkers, I don't even consider them my coworkers. They're my friends. My, I might even say my family as well. I've done so much with these people. It's crazy that I never thought I'd be doing certain things with work friends before. Just to think about the different connections you can make no matter where you're at. It can be a random friend on a bus. It can be somebody at work. It can be somebody like one of your classmates, one of your peers. It can be somebody older, somebody younger. You never know. Like I said before, I think you should always cherish each and every friendship that you have ever came across. Creating these connections and bonds really help you discover who you are, who you want to be, it helps out with the littlest details ever. Take advantage of those friendships because you never know what you're going to get out of them. As funny as it sounds, I go to one specific friend for outfits and like clothes and like opinions on things that I want to buy like outfit-wise. And trust me, she does a really good damn job about helping me out with that stuff. I also have a friend that's in New Jersey that has helped me out through like personal life and like helped me with my mental health and stuff like that even if it was just basically just talking to me making sure I was doing good and stuff like that fun fact I've never met her in real life I've just known her through like internet through texting and stuff like that we FaceTime all the time we text all the time so it's good to know that somebody that's not even physically here is still in contact with you making sure you're okay and all that good stuff and let's say some of our friendships do go bad. I'm not going to lie. We've had some really good friendships and really bad ones. Those friendships that just ended sour and just never went well, ended bad. You always just got to look back at them and just admire everything that was good about them. Put it this way. You look into like those type of friendships that you had before. Maybe the person was toxic. Maybe the person just didn't want to be your friend no more over something stupid. You still got to look back at it and see what type of person it made you into. This is pretty much the segue into like new friendships and pretty much choosing who you want as your close friends or as some people say, your real friends, honestly. It amazes me like the diversity of friends that we have or can create. Everybody's different. Everybody has different opinions and stuff like that. And honestly, I love listening to like different things about different people. When I first came up here for orientation, I had took the Greyhound with my dad and my little brother. I can't really say these are friends, but these are like connections I made with random folks that I met on the bus, which was crazy to me. When I was coming up here, I traveled from LA to Fresno all the way on the Greyhound bus. I met this old guy that I had to sit next to because my brother and dad sat next to each other. So I sat with a random person. I was hoping I didn't get sat next to a random person, but you know, it, it was what it was. Sat next to this old guy, and this old guy was actually going to either Kentucky. He was going somewhere in the South, that's what I remember. And the one thing he wanted me to do for him was to put the Wi-Fi that was on the bus onto his phone. I was like, yeah, let me help you out with it, no problem. Um, he decided to give me money just for doing that. I was like, oh, don't worry about it. I, you know, I don't really need it, you know, it you know, keep your money. It's all right. Just because that first interaction we had, um, we were talking the whole entire time on the bus. He was telling me how he had cancer. And the reason he was traveling through the bus all the way to the south was because he was trying to go get treatment and just different stuff like that. We also got off at one of the stops together. And he's like, oh, go buy you and your dad and your brother something. 
And he's like, actually, let's all get off. And we all went up, went down. He bought me some candy. He bought my dad a soda. And, you know, just little stuff like that. As random as it was, till this day, that guy's still in my mind. I wonder where he's at. I wonder how he's doing. I wonder how his treatment went and stuff like that. But it's like, that's one of the connections that was like a brief connection. But like, it made me feel not scared of traveling alone. A few days later, hop back on the bus to go back to LA with my dad and my brother. I get seated in a packed bus, so I'm seated next to some random guy. I kid you not, I felt like this guy was a crackhead. I judged him way too fast and I felt bad, but it was all in my mind. But the one way he started talking to me was because of the phone that we had. I had the Samsung Galaxy Edge 7. I want to say he had the same phone and that's the reason why he started talking to me. Um, we started talking and I found out this guy loves to cook. He he loves to play video games like me. Right at the time, Fortnite was very big and I was very into Fortnite at the time. So we were talking about that. We exchanged gamer tags and stuff like that. Keep in mind, this guy was probably way older than me as well. I was telling him why I made the trip up here for orientation and stuff like that. He's like, you know what? Congratulations. I'm glad you're going to college and stuff like that. He's like, do you like to cook? I was like, yeah, I, I like to cook every now and then, but I mean, I never really did it because, you know, uh, my mom was always cooking for us and stuff like that. And I was always like busy with school. So my mom would cook and we would just eat whatever time she would finish cooking. This man proceeds to get out of his backpack. He unzips the backpack, takes out uh, a cookbook, like one of those culinary cookbooks that you get from like schools and stuff like that. He wrote down his number, gave me the book. And he said, this book is very expensive. He's like, I have the newer edition of this book, and I want you to have it. It was very nice of him to give me that book. That book, it was a very expensive book. Like, it was down to the T on, like, recipes and stuff like that. Like, it showed you how to get every piece of the chicken. Like, if you were to get a whole chicken, it'll tell you how to cut it, how to prep it, and all that good stuff. It wasn't even the fact that he gave me the book. It was the fact that he still, like reached out to me and was like, hey, you like to do this. I want you to do this and keep it going because he saw potential in me to do something better. We did the whole ride all the way from Fresno all the way to LA. Uh, we got off at the same stop at the Greyhound. I haven't talked to him ever since that day, but I mean, I still made that connection with him and it was random. I can't say that those two people that I, I encountered those two days were my friends, but I can count them as temporary friends. And honestly, I appreciate them a lot, even though I'm probably not gonna see them ever in my life again, or who knows if we might cross paths again. I still appreciate those moments that I had with those people. During the pandemic, it was a very hard time because we were all cooped up inside and I felt like I really couldn't talk to anybody and stuff like that. I noticed when I would go hang out with like friends like after ban the pandemic and stuff like that, I was very talkative, not saying that I wasn't talkative before, but I was like very just like talking and talking and be like, bro, like, <laughs> why you keep on talking? You're talking too much. The pandemic really threw off my sociability with people. I still try to be better at it till this day, but I think I'm still pretty easy at making friends. As easy as it was to start talking to people again and just like making friends again after the pandemic, I found it real hard to just talk to anybody after my dad passed away last year. Everybody knew the situation that was going on. They knew I wasn't going to be in a good mood for a few days and stuff like that. 
But like the people who reached out to me and made sure I was okay, those are like the people that I'm very close with at the moment. Those people who helped me out during those times are actually now the people who I kind of run to if I wanted to talk to my dad about something. You know, I think it's natural instinct to run to a parent when you need help with something and you don't know what to do. So with that, I felt like I wasn't able to talk to anybody the same because, you know, I didn't have that connection no more. So I started talking to some of my friends that are like very close to me. And trust me, they've, they've taken real good care of me, no matter if they were like older or younger than me. Those are the type of people that you should have in your life, the people that are going to be down for you at your worst. The people who are going to make you feel better during tough times are always the best people to be around. For me, the people that are like that with me have been very significant in my life lately. I guess this is where people start getting your subgroups of friends, like you have your best friends, your close friends, your family-like friends, your homies, you know, different categories of friends, you know, you're not going to act the same with each and every one of them. I guess that's where like subgroups of friends come in, like your best friends, your close friends, your family friends, different stuff like that come into play. None of the friendships that I have today are all the same type of friendship I have with everybody. I like to create different connections and bonds with everybody individually, just so it can feel a little bit more personal. I'm not saying to make friends with everybody, but always be nice to the people around you because you, honestly, you don't know what they're going through. I can say that friendships are a very big part of life. It makes life a lot more tolerable. With that being said, I want to offer out us to be friends. Uh, either if we're actually physical friends or if you want to become friends just by listening to this ongoing podcast that I want to have. You now know a little bit about me, so you can't say you don't know me. I'm not a stranger no more. That's what I'm here to promote about this podcast that I'm releasing soon. Uh, I do want to make it an episodic podcast. I want to try to reach for a monthly type deal just because I do work a lot and I also still attend school. Once everything's a little bit more set in stone, I will have uh, my personal socials up. I will also make like an Instagram or some other type of social media platform that uh, others can reach out to me. Like I said, this is my first podcast topic, uh, soon to be more. As of right now, if you are listening to the whole entire podcast and you made it to the end, we are now friends, just so you know. This is one of my solo podcasts, so it's not going to be perfect. Any feedback you guys have for me, any comments, questions, concerns, let me know just so I can work on it, get on top of it, and, you know, improve each time I release the episode. Thank you for listening to my very first episode. I appreciate y'all. Be smooth and have a good rest of your day.